If you could erase one thing from your past to potentially make your current life or future life better, happier, what would that thing that you would erase be? Or would you want to erase it at all? That's what I'm asking everyone this week. What would you go back and change if you could to make your life different now? Here, I'm Behind Every Story. What's up, everyone? My name's Jason, and this is Behind Every Story. If this is your first time with us, let me explain what's happening. I love stories from comic books to films, songs to jokes, sitting around a campfire with your friends, or sitting in an audience all alone, surrounded by strangers, together all being told a story by a storyteller. I love hearing people's stories. And even more than that, I love the stories behind those stories. This show is the proverbial director's commentary on the movie of life. This is episode number 23 of 50 of the COVID-50. Before we begin, a note of warning. The topics we explore on this show may not be suitable for all listeners. This podcast deals with real people and real stories. These stories may contain and deal with graphic language, adult themes, sexual content, and violence. Listener discretion is advised. This week, we are discussing the proverbial butterfly effect. If you could, if you had the ability to go back in your life, go back in time to change one thing, to erase one thing that has happened, either something you did, something you said, something someone else did, or change an event in total, what would that thing be? And this is a question I think that gets asked time and time again. And the question always remains right after this, would you really do it? Because the butterfly effect tells us that by doing one small change can alter grand changes later on. The ripple effect, uh, the throwing a pebble into a pond and the ripples spread out amongst the water, causing eruptions and small changes no matter where it goes. So by changing one little thing, guys, you've seen movies. I'm not going to explain this. <laughs> but would you go back in time? to change one thing, and if you could, what would it be? You know, thinking back on my own life, I like to think there's a lot of things that uh, if I could go to high school again, I would be more confident or I would have studied more early on in college. I would have taken my academics seriously. And then honestly, I probably would have taken my academics a lot less seriously in high school. I stressed a lot about things that later on I discovered weren't as important. But in college, I would have taken it far more important. And I might not have gone to certain places and I might not have done certain things. And on top of that, I might have done a lot more experiences. But what's the one thing, if I could go back in time, what would be the one thing that I would change? Well, let's go back in time to college. I had a comic strip in the local paper. And if there's one thing that I like to pride myself on, but I don't think it's very apt to do so, is I have very lofty goals when I 
start creating a story. And if you read my webcomic, Half-Hearted Headache, uh, shameless plug there, I think you might start to understand what I mean by that. Like, for instance, in my comic that I'm working on right now, I have created a massive story with backstory and overarching um, character intersections and what they're going to do and what's going to happen and what has happened hundreds of years in the past and yada, yada, yada. And really all the comic talks about now after two and a half years is it seems like a relationship between three roommates. But in my head and in my notes, there's so much more that I want to get to. And that's probably my problem. In college, I had a comic strip I that was in a paper. And I was using gags from other comic strips in order to lead up to a certain story point where I was going to introduce elements of uh, that all comic strips were part of a world. Anyway, I'm making a long excuse for what I honestly did was plagiarize jokes from other comic strips instead of explaining what I was doing as I was doing it in the story. And that's my biggest screw up. Would I go back and change this? In a heartbeat. Um, I think 99.9 repeating percent of the time, if you were to ask me, would you go back and change these things? Like in middle school, I brought my magic cards to class and I showed them around. And my bully, which I don't even remember his name, uh, got them and ripped them up in front of me and threw them away. And one of those cards, if you're familiar with magic at all, was an original first printing of Black Lotus. I'll go ahead and wait while you go on eBay and look at how much a Black Lotus goes for. And I remember him punching me and kicking me and just calling me a nerd and everything else. And would I go back in time to change that? I mean, I would love to, but at the same time, that's kind of given me the driving force to say, fuck the world, I'm going to love what I love regardless if someone else makes fun of me for it. And I hold that credo close to my chest. And that's also opened my eyes to say, if someone else likes something that I think is weird, why would I make fun of them for that? If they find love and passion in something, who am I to judge them on what they love and what drives them. I don't understand the game golf. I've watched it. I've played it. I don't get it. So to me, golf is extremely strange. But for someone else who honestly loves it, why would I make fun of them for finding passion and finding enjoyment in something? So that is what that moment in my life taught me. However, the plagiarization that is something I wish I could change. Again, the mindset, the goal was to create something and then reveal the what I was doing at the very end, and that's where I was wrong. I should have said it right at the beginning. It was an inside joke in my own head that I thought was going to be great, but instead wound up getting me fired from the comic strip and really emotionally hurt for a long time. And I, 
I'm very cautious. I'm very cautious now about things that I write or do. And I make sure that, you know how sometimes you get those moments of inspiration. You're like, that would make a great movie or something. And I remember I wrote a a short film script that I loved and I thought it was so impactful about, it was uh, a guy runs into a diner and there's like seven people in the diner. A guy runs into the diner. He's like, the bombs are coming. The bombs are coming. Get out of town. And he just runs out. And the whole story is about these seven people in the diner trying to persuade each other in kind of like a 12 angry men fashion that is this really happening? Is there really going to be a nuclear blast in Las Vegas in this moment? Or is this just some ramblings of a crazy person running into a diner at two o'clock in the morning? And the whole story revolved around them trying to convince each other whether it was or wasn't. And I realized that after I wrote this, I was I was so stoked. And I showed it to a few friends. And they're like, oh, this reminds me of that 80s movie. And I was like, what 80s movie? And sure enough, it was an 80s movie that I can't recall the name of right now. But I uh, pretty much verbatim retold that story in my writing. And... I've never made the film, and I pretty much threw the script away, and I have no idea where it's at now. So I'm very cautious about uh, taking someone else's ideas and making them my own now. So maybe the butterfly effect did do that. But let's hear from everyone else. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to hear everyone else's thoughts about what they would go back and change about their own life and how would that make their life different now? If you could erase one thing in your past, what would it be? I could erase one thing in my past. I don't think you should erase anything in your past. I think everything in your past makes you who you are now. And and if you don't like who you are now, it has nothing to do then with your past. Wait, let me rephrase that. If you don't like who you are now, you got to worry about the future then and work on yourself in the future and start now because... A lot of bad things happen to a lot of people, and you're not alone. But uh, if you take it out on other people, that's when you're failing. So go ahead and uh, try to do better. Take that extra breath. Um, be kinder when you can, and uh, don't worry about it. And if you're worried about uh, your past constantly, you're not going to live in the now. and That sucks. Now you're wasting your life. So have a drink. <laughs> um, my name is Marie, and I am from St. Paul, Minnesota. I wouldn't erase anything in the past. I think that's going off of kind of what I said earlier, too. Um, anything that's happened in the past has made me who I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, that that goes for all of the negative things in life. 
everything that any mistake I made, any terrible event that has happened to me has taught me some form of a lesson and has taught me to be a more hopefully resilient person. There's nothing I would change. My name is M. I am from Chicago, Illinois. Um, okay, this is one I have actually talked about as well with people before, but like I have always said I would tell I'd go back and tell my 19 year old self to go to New York with Rob, uh, my husband. Um, but but he and I have both agreed then like that's not at all what I would because I I don't then we wouldn't have Molly. Um, so I think that that everything needed to happen in order for me to be here right now. So I, I would take it all. I don't think I'd, I, I don't, th- I, I think if I could give it up and not have reaper and not have it change where I am right now, then I would change a hell of a lot. But I, but I don't, I wouldn't risk it because this is too good. My name is Rob, and I am from the Midwest in America. This is a crazy question. I think it would be the mistakes that I made with the accounting when we had our business, because I just wasn't smart enough, and I was making mistakes then. Um, and, And we hired a guy that was an idiot that was making mistakes. I think that that my part in that is what I would erase. But, but I, I wouldn't want it to change the journey. And that's why I don't know if I'd want to erase anything. Uh, where we're at now, what we have, what we do, I, I wouldn't give up for anything. I just wish that we could attract money a different way. You know, <laughs> I wish that we had money, which is what everybody wishes, uh, around what we do. But at the same time, I, I don't think I'd give anything up for, for where we're at now. My name is Stella, and I'm from Chicago. Hmm, one thing in my past that I could erase. Is it cliche to say I wouldn't erase anything in the past? I really wouldn't. There's not one thing I would erase. Even anything that I've messed up on, I just feel like it's just such a, again, so cliche, but it's it's such a true thing. It's, if you don't make those mistakes, you just don't, you just don't know. It's, it's, it makes up who you are today. Uh, and I'm fully a big believer in that. I have no regrets. I wouldn't change a thing. My name is Sean, and I am from Chicago. Oh, man. Um, I, you know what? Um, My, if I could erase anything in my past, I felt like I spent too many years lying to myself, especially when I was a kid. And, And granted, like, you know, I was a very misunderstood kid, and because of a lot of these, I was very uncertain of myself. I 
didn't make efforts to try and discover myself. I didn't make efforts or moves to even just try at all. So I felt like I procrastinated. I didn't do as good of work towards like school or just like other like practical things. Um, I guess like I would, I would, this gene of me being a procrastinator, like I did that too much as a child. And I felt like I, I guess, tried harder when I was a kid. Um, and I, and I felt like that, like I was such a late bloomer and so concerned with everybody, which is, I guess like it's, it's easy to do when you're a kid. Cause you just, you just don't know life. Um, but I, I just, I wish, I really wish that I tried a lot harder when I was a kid, when I was younger. I, I really do believe that. And I felt like I would have been a different person today or just a much more advanced placed in my life if I tried a lot harder when I was younger. Like if I just pushed through the insecurities and just really gave it my all um, towards whatever. Um, other than that, you know, it's again, like it's one of those things where like I can't look back at the past too much because... I feel like if you keep looking back at previous chapter, you're never going to read the next one. My name is John. I am from the West suburbs of Chicago. Um, I honestly uh, wish that uh, without going into all the deepness of it uh, is that uh, the the years 25 through 30 could totally be lost without any issue. 25 through 30, I did nothing. Like that's when I got I got real fat, real fat. That's when I sat around just assuming I was gonna die. I did nothing. I didn't have a girlfriend. I every single day was the same. I smoked way too much weed. I barely even hung out with friends. I could lose that whole five years. Um, if, cause I got into gear, I got good in my early thirties. So what would that, if I could lose that, what would that mean? It would just probably would just mean that like the stuff that I went through in my early thirties that led to me having a now ex-wife, like would have happened on a sooner time scale so i would just be like a little bit younger at this point when i'm moving on to my second wife <laughs> my name is mark allen fishman i am from homewood illinois if i could erase one thing from my past i uh would erase Man, that is rough. I want to be super mean about something and I shouldn't. Um, yeah, I'll be strong enough to say this. I, I would want to get rid of uh, the act of near infidelity that I committed. How would that affect you today? Um, it wouldn't actually because I came out of the other side of that. Um, you know, I did the work again, uh, moniker for Mark Fishman. I did the work, um, when I had strayed too far away from my wife and my commitments at home, um, I was caught and caught in well in enough time to not make any decisions that I would regret later. And from that, 
dug my heels in the sand and said, let's figure this out. Let's find a way to work on it. And we went to counseling. We did what we needed to do. And we came out of the other side better, stronger than we were. I mean, obviously, if I could have removed those thoughts and, you know, things had gone the way they were going, but you remove that, I still feel at the end of the day, we're going to wind up back to where we were. Stronger marriage, better commitment to one another. So um, hard to say that anything would have been changed from that. You know, that said, it's just getting away from the pain that I caused for being an idiot uh, would be well, you know, well appropriate. If karma exists, you might as well lean into it. My name is Zach. I live in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, there's definitely a few things that um, I regret doing. Um, and I believe that it'd be nice to erase those things from my memory. Um, and I've suppressed them enough. Uh, I'm not going to get into too much detail, but uh, some dumb shit as a kid that shouldn't have done, but I did anyway. Um, and yeah, I, I regret doing them and I'd rather forget about it and pretend it never happened. And, you know, it should have never, but I mean, you live and you learn and um, I just have to deal with it. So that one thing, how would it affect you today if it were gone? Mm, I think that there are times when, you know, I have a shitty day and you kind of fall back and it's like, you know, I've, I've done this for you. You kind of fall back into what have I done wrong? What have I done wrong in my life? Why am I here? And you kind of fall back on those negative things. And, and there are a few that keep reoccurring and popping up. And it's those things that you're like, man, I was an idiot. I shouldn't have never done this. And if I would have done that differently than this, you know, it's like that the chain of events, if this, then that. So if I would not have done this, then that would have happened. And so um, I think that there might be other things that would have filled that void of stupid things that happened. Um, and so, yeah, there, and maybe other things would have happened instead. And so it's maybe even stupider or something smarter, but um, I'm not really sure. My name is Brett and I'm from Chicago, Illinois. I had a hacker friend who told me to buy Bitcoin in 20, uh, 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012, two, so on. Didn't do that. I'd love to go back and do that. I'd love to go back and, you know, any any person I love that I ever hurt, um, I would love to go back and just take any of that pain away or not do it or just skip it. But I think if I could go back and do, undo one thing, there was a moment we were doing jackass type pranks and uh, this kid Colin had peed all over my car and I was he was such a little jerk and so I saved up a bunch of pee in bottles and I knew where he lived and he parked his car on the street and I was gonna like really just coat his car in the worst pee ever but then I arrived over to hang out with some friends who were drinking on top of one of the grade schools in my town because you could climb up on the roof Colin's car was in the parking lot and he was on the roof and so I waved at him. I said, hey, Colin, how you doing? Thanks for peeing on my car. And I peed all over his car and in his windows because whatever. But then I had all this pee saved up. So we had been doing all these jackass pranks. So we threw it through a drive-through window. And um, 
I just to this day there's there aren't many things that I regret doing, but man oh man that was some fucking scumbag teenager. Not peer pressure because my buddies didn't peer pressure it, but you just want to be cool in front of your buddies, so you you know a bunch of bunch of guys get together and just the IQ just drops, especially at that age. And we just this poor fast food worker took a full cup of pee like he handed me the drink that we had ordered and then I asked for some additional condiments we switched it to the other cup and then chucked it back in the the fire and the whole thing and yeah I regret I wish I could go back back and just throw myself in jail and hopefully 25 years is enough time where that's not a thing how do you think that would affect you today it doesn't, thank God, affect me. Like, we didn't get arrested for it. We never were caught. Um, but... Well, I meant if 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 you were to erase that from your past, how would it affect you? Oh, if I erase that from my past, I don't think it would change that much. But it's just, I don't have a lot of regrets. I feel like a lot of stuff, even bad stuff that has happened to me, is stuff I've learned from. I don't think I've done a lot of unforgivably horrible things to people. But man, oh man... That is just a horrible thing that I would love not to be on my, you know, list of bad things I've done when I meet St. Peter at those pearly gates. My name is Potato Johnson, and I am from Crystal Lake, Illinois. Mmm. I... (laughs) See, that's, that's hard to say because... It's like I'm fairly happy where I'm at. And if you change one little thing, you got butterfly effect and it changes everything. And I'd like to say that I wasn't such an arrogant, I wish I wasn't such an arrogant prick to one of the illustration professors because then I might not have gotten kicked out of the program. But then I'd probably be living on welfare trying to find an illustration job because I have a degree in illustration and I should use it. So, okay, well, not thinking about the actual consequences, I I would have done that. I was kind of an arrogant ass to uh, the teachers back then. And and you know what? She she was absolutely right when she voted me out um, because I didn't want to take instruction. I just was, well, well, screw you. This is what I do. And you know, after the fact, I realized, yeah, that was my shitty personality that ruined that. Um, so probably that. Hello, my name's Dan from Cambridge, UK. If you could erase one thing in your past, what would it be? Uh, how do you mean erase? Just get rid of it or... Like it never existed. Um, probably the depression, or yeah, yeah, the depression. I would get rid of that because then I, I wouldn't have given a shit. <laughs> How do you think that would affect you today by getting rid of your depression? I'd probably be uh, in a completely different place. I wouldn't have held back. Yeah, I wouldn't have been nervous or held back. I would have just done what felt right, which is what I'm finally doing now. You know, uh, after years of having it quite tough, I'm finally just doing what feels right. And that's how the comic came about. Uh, 
I am Chris and I am from Chicago. I think it would be causing harm to someone and not realizing that something that I felt was so small was going to end up being so big and snowballing into their life. It's not having not having that foresight, definitely. I really regret having. So if I could just take that small moment away, I would probably sleep better every night. You think it would affect you today that you would sleep better than you do now? I'm a huge believer that we all carry our traumas in our bodies at all times. And there are things that you can go back and try to amend. And there are things that unfortunately you can't go back and fix. And so all you can try to do is, you know, like balance the equation by doing as much good as you can. And I think that being able to just go back in that moment and eliminate it all together definitely would have removed some personal self-trauma that I've had to heal through throughout the years. Hi, my name is Chris. I'm from Elgin, Illinois. If you could erase one thing in your past, what would it be? Wow. Pretty much my 20s. <laughs> Not kidding. If I if I could if 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 I could go back to like my 18-year-old self and say the next 10 years are going to be horse crap. Don't do any of what you just did. Don't think any of the way you did and lived your life. Um, that would probably be pretty good. So I'd take that stretch. I was pretty much the biggest a-hole on the world, in the planet. Selfish, not, not very, you know, not a very good person. And I would love to take that back. How do you think this would affect you today? Well, I mean, I, you know, it's, it, it's hard to say because, you know, it, it all builds. So, I mean, would it be different? Yeah. Um, you know, I wouldn't have the experiences I have, uh, you know, my, my, Kurt wife is a, my second wife. And she said, you know, I, I don't think I would have ever met her had I not gone down the path I'm in. So I, I don't regret that, but I mean, I think it would be, you know, it would be a lot different. I wouldn't, you know, and I wouldn't change what happened for the world. Um, but you know, you, you can't live that regret. You know, you can't do that. What if, because there's too many, there's too many. If you go back and the longer you live, the more you have them. Um, and, you know, not, not the more frequent they come, but it just is what it is. And it, it's part of the experience that makes you who you are. We are Lauren and Ryan, and we are from Chicago, Illinois. If I could erase one thing from my past, I can say it unequivocally. Uh, in high school, during my senior year, we moved from Seattle to Atlanta, my, my family did anyway. And, and during that process, I was, I mean, I think this was the fall, I was supposed to graduate in the spring, but the Atlanta school system basically said, hey, you're gonna be a year behind here, you're gonna be a junior. So uh, I kind of, I almost lived as an adult at, at 17, kind of pseudo adult, but I stayed back in Seattle apart from my family to stay back and graduate because I didn't, I didn't wanna spend another year. During that time, I was also, um, I'd enlisted in the Marine Corps and I really was was hell bent on going into the military. Um, you know, I just felt connected to it and drawn to it. 
And uh, I, I did really, really well on my tests and, and they wanted me to go in and be in the military intelligence field, which was just, a, it was a great field. It would have been, you know, very rewarding. I mean, I could have been a CIA agent, but because of some of the things that were happening with the school and I was in a period of uncertainty, whether I was going to go to Atlanta or whether I was going to stay back in Seattle and graduate, my contract said I had to graduate by a certain period of time. So the contract was voided. And I was a fickle teenager, right? You know, I mean, it was, I was floating from one thing to the next. And when I got out of that contract, it allowed me to think. And I said, oh, you know, well, I think now I'd, I'd like to go to college, you know, which is not a bad decision. But I think for my personality and my life, the best thing for me would have been to go into the military and uh, get that discipline and that training and have that mindset. And uh, I don't know where I would have ended up, but I know that the career path that they had me on uh, uh, the intelligence field, I mean, the, the, the possibilities are endless. You know, I could have worked at the White House. I mean, just there's there's so many doors that could have opened. Um, so if I could go back and, and erase something, it would be uh, that that contract would never have been voided. And I would have enlisted and gone into the Marine Corps at 18. So can you can you I want to say the question, right? So what is the one is biggest regret? I have or what is it? So it's oh erase something you can erase and how would it change your how would it affect you today? Um, if I got to erase anything in my life, there's not a lot because I'm definitely a true believer in everything happens for a reason, right? I mean, right away and automatically, I would want to say my ex and you know that whole fiasco really ruined me for a long period of time. But when I look back at that, I'm kind of like. I wouldn't be where I'm at today. I'm definitely a stronger person. Um, if I could do anything, it probably would have left sooner. I kind of stay. I stayed for a very, very long time. So if I could say that, I wish I could have, you know, got the strength to leave uh, at a sooner time. But other than that, I don't really regret anything that's happened in my life. My name is Michael, and I'm a photographer, videographer in the Naperville area. So the one thing that I would erase in my past, I mean, if it doesn't have to be with me, I want it to be about my, you know, it sucks because I know, you know, the, the theory of relativity that if I were to take something out of my past, that means the future that I have now wouldn't have existed. So understanding that particular information, I don't know if I would trade anything, but if I had to, but everything else, the structure would be the same is I would uh, stop my brother from doing a lot of drugs and it would have, it would have rolled into the rest of my, my brothers and sisters because he trapped the other three. And because my mom had me at a 20 year gap or a 15 year gap between my younger, the youngest prior to me and me, I didn't have to deal with the same you know, drug issues that they did. And I just wished if that ball didn't roll down the hill, maybe I could have had a better life. I really do think so. My name is Sarah and I'm from a podunk town in Iowa. Oh, Jason. Okay. All right, so I'm gonna to try to get through this without crying because I've cried enough about it through my entire life. So when I was when I was five, I was uh, sexually assaulted by um, by someone in my extended family. 
over a period of, I don't even know, a week, two weeks. Um, he was 14 and I was five. And I won't go into detail about, you know, not what happened, but, but the whole like situation. Um, but thankfully, you know, I was able to talk to my parents and it was addressed, um, unfortunately not addressed in the way like 1980, see this would have been 88, 89 when this happened. And so back then, even in the eighties, I mean, I mean, things are so different now in the way things are addressed and take, taken care of. And, and my parents to this day regret how it was addressed, but they're thinking about it in the mindset of now versus back then. And I never fault them for that <clears throat> because they did what they felt was right and did what they could. Unfortunately, even though um, it was addressed and, uh, you know, this person, this person's in my family. So, th I mean, I would never, you know, I rarely would see him after that because I didn't want to see him. Um, and thankfully, I wouldn't have situations where I would see him. The funny thing was, is that he, his mother and I are extremely close. She's one of my best friends even to this day. So, you know, I never held it against his family. I held it against him only. Um, and he's suffering a miserable life now because of all of his life choices through the years. Um, so I don't wish any ill on him even at this point. However, after that happened, there was a dynamic, massive change in my life after that. And I was only five, but I went from having a very, very loving, open relationship with my father to being very closed off from my father, not purposely, but considering what I had gone through and what I ex experienced, any any male, even my own dad, um, I felt like I couldn't get close to. It just felt weird. And that's really sad considering an age where those thoughts and feelings shouldn't even be in your mind as a child. Um, and so my dad, unfortunately, did not react well to that. He was heartbroken. He was he was just utterly destroyed. His little girl couldn't be close with him like she used to. She couldn't be his buddy. And um and didn't want to hug him or kiss him because she felt it was weird or wrong. And um so my dad being a, a very he had he has depression as well um being a very you know emotional person himself and a very reactionary person um and a very expressive person he didn't take that well and he took it very personally um and that didn't really manifest itself until i was a teenager and we had a really a very tumultuous relationship throughout my teenage years and we would just fight all the time um, and, you know, teenagers fight with their parents all the time, but my dad was still so hurt after all these years. He loved me so much and he felt like he couldn't get that love and return that he wanted so badly. And so he would react in anger. Um, and while my, my relationship with my father has recovered and it recovered probably in my 20s, my early 20s, after I moved out and got married. Um, still to this day, it, 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 it's terrible that I feel that I don't feel my childhood 
was robbed from me. I feel like it was damaged, but I feel like my childhood was robbed from my father. That's it. Stories make us feel a little more connected to the world. But even more than that, stories outlive us. They survive from one generation to another. And that's what really makes me love being a part of this world, is that my stories will outlive me. And maybe someone else will learn from them and know that no matter what time period you lived in or what's happening in your own life, that we're not in this alone, that we're all going through this together. Do you have a story about something that you would go back in your life and change and how would it affect you today? Send us an email or a voicemail clip to behindeverystory at gmail.com. We would love to hear it. And thank you so much for joining us here on Behind Every Story. If you like what you heard, please consider subscribing on your favorite podcast streaming app or sharing our podcast with your friends and family. And make sure you head on over to iTunes to rate us. Make sure you give us that awesome five-star review and tell us what story really inspired you to write this review. These reviews really help us get in front of more people and the better SEO and traction and all that other fun stuff. And make sure to like us and follow us on Facebook at Behind Every Story Podcast. And you can always find us on BehindEveryStory.com. Great storytellers make the world a smaller, more intimate place. Thank you to all the storytellers out there, big and small. And thank you to our guests this week. Al, Brett, Bob, Brandon, Chris, Chris, Daniel, John, Lauren and Ryan, M, Mark, Marie, Michael, Potato Johnson, Rob, Sarah, Stella, Sean and Zach. I've been your storyteller, Jason Osterkamp, and it's been a pleasure sitting around the campfire with you. Join us again next time when our topic is, what is the biggest failed attempt at flirting that you've ever done? Our musical guest this week is Butte with their song, Tattoo. Enjoy, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>